brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. We have a story that comes today from my own backyard here in central Oklahoma. The state of Oklahoma has a series of Catholic hospitals run by different religious groups, which can be found all over the state in both what passes for the large cities in Oklahoma as well as in smaller cities like where I live. And for whatever reason, the baleful eye of Sauron, that is our super-devout, super-Catholic president, turned its withering stare upon the state of Oklahoma and its Catholic hospitals recently. In each of the hospitals in our story today, you'll find a Catholic chapel, complete with an altar and tabernacle. What always accompanies a tabernacle in any place that you find one? Well, a sanctuary lamp, for one, which is always lit when the Eucharist is present. The presence of this lit candle in these hospitals was too much for the agents of our super-devout, super-Catholic president that they threatened to shut down the hospital's access to federal medical funds if they did not comply with snuffing out the light of Christ. For safety reasons, too, so they say. Headline from LifeSite News. Super-devout, super-Catholic president orders Catholic hospital to snuff off sanctuary candle or lose all federal funding. In requiring St. Francis to extinguish its flame, you are trying to extinguish not just a candle, but the First Amendment rights of St. Francis' health system, as well as vital health care for the elderly, poor, and disabled in Oklahoma. So context here. For a state that has very few Catholics living in it, statistically speaking, despite the founding and settling of the state having been deeply influenced by the Catholic Church, Oklahoma has a pretty robust Catholic hospital system. The various competing Catholic hospital systems run the gamut of orthodoxy, with the organization in my town that professes to be a Catholic hospital being nominally Catholic at best, while some of these other hospitals are willing to take a hard stand for even relatively simple aspects of the faith against powerful political opponents, such as our example here. Catholic hospitals will often have chapels in them, which are permitted to be used by any minister of any faith. That's just usually how it works, unfortunately, at least in some hospitals like the one in my town. Some hospital systems may have separate chapels for non-Catholic ministers. But it's worth noting here that in the better Catholic hospitals, Mass can be found available daily. And that's, I think, what the demons in the imperial capital hate. From the article, quote, The Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services demanded that St. Francis Health System in Oklahoma extinguish two candles, a small sanctuary candle that has burned since 1960 and another that has burned without problem for 15 years at another St. Francis Hospital. If they don't, the system will lose accreditation and all federal funding, jeopardizing health care for thousands of low-income, disabled, and elderly citizens. Yet no other inspector in the healthcare system's history has ever identified the small candle as a safety issue. The Catholic hospital system is fighting back with the help of the Beckett Fund for Religious Liberty, an accomplished First Amendment litigation group, end quote. That's putting it mildly, and they're named after, of course, St. Thomas Beckett, the famous lawyer. Yes, the feds wanted the sanctuary light snuffed out in the name of material safety. The sanctuary light represents the real presence of Christ in the most blessed sacrament. It's a reminder that he is present even when the tabernacle is closed. If the sacrament is present, the lamp is lit. Other than during the final days of Holy Week, these sanctuary lamps have been lit without interruption for decades, 63 years in one case, and no inspectors had had a problem with it the entire time. But then the most super devout Catholic administration in history came onto the scene and when it wasn't going after anti-Moloch workers, 
They were going after Catholic hospitals for being, well, you know, Catholic. The statement sent by the Beckett Fund for Religious Liberty is definitely of interest here. The famous legal defense organization sent the super-devout Catholic administration a letter. And I have an extensive quote here for, for you from it. And if you want to read it, I have it on my show notes, the full thing, so you can read the whole thing. The letter's scathing. Quote, In 25 days, you will cripple the operations of the premier hospitals in the state of Oklahoma, simply because they keep a candle in hospital chapels. If you refuse to accredit St. Francis Hospital South, it will result in such unreasonable financial losses to the St. Francis Health System that it would abruptly and immediately jeopardize its services to the elderly, disabled, and low-income patients who rely on Medicare, Medicaid, and the Children's Health Insurance Program, CHIP. You have threatened to deny accreditation because St. Francis keeps a candle and eternal flame in its hospital sanctuary. For 15 years, that flame has burned without problem or concern in St. Francis Hospital South in Tulsa. And for 63 years, the eternal flame has burned at St. Francis Hospital Yale Campus, the largest hospital in the state of Oklahoma, without problem or concern. From the moment St. Francis opened its doors in 1960, this flame has been maintained without interruption. In requiring St. Francis to extinguish its flame, you are trying to extinguish not just a candle, but the First Amendment rights of St. Francis Health System, as well as vital health care for the elderly, poor, and disabled in Oklahoma. My firm, the Beckett Fund for Religious Liberty, along with Yetter Coleman LLP, a trial boutique based in Houston, Texas, represents St. Francis Health System, a Catholic not-for-profit health system in Oklahoma. We are writing to ask you to cease and desist before we file an emergency lawsuit naming you as defendants and seeking emergency relief and substantial damages. If we go to court, you will lose. I write in the hope that you will see reason, or at least the law, and we can skip to the easy part. End quote. Sometimes these kinds of letters are actually fun to read because they can be just brutally honest like that one. And you know, the Catholic Church has a constitutional right to operate hospitals in the United States that are identifiably Catholic, that conform to Catholic morality and the teachings of the Catholic faith. The U.S. Constitution, in theory, protects the rights of those hospitals to be Catholic. If this case were to go to court, the U.S. government would almost certainly lose and would be forced to pay substantial damages to the hospitals in question. The various federal agencies in question are violating the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, which allows organizations to practice their faith free from the overreaches and excesses of the government. That was the point of that 1993 legal act. This attempt by the super-devout, super-Catholic administration we presently have inflicted on the country have obviously violated two of the key features of the legal act in question. At least according to the Beckett Fund, it, it places a substantial burden on the hospital, and the government fails to have a compelling interest in extinguishing the sanctuary lamp in the hospital chapel. Those should be obvious on their face. Now remember, the U.S. government claims that the presence of lit candles in the chapels of these hospitals is a safety concern for the hospital. Seriously, they're worried about a fire or something. Perhaps it's a safety concern for the demons that follow around the representatives of the chemical companies that peddle what they call medicine to these hospitals, but in reality, there is no reason to snuff out these candles. The Beckett Fund describes this perfectly in their letter. So quoting the Beckett Fund letter, which again, I invite you to read on my website, quote, the substantial burden on religious exercise is beyond question, RFRA denies, quote, exercise of religion as, quote, any 
exercise of religion whether or not compelled by or central to a system of religious belief. The Supreme Court has emphasized that, quote, the exercise of religion involves not only belief in profession, but the performance of, or abstention from, physical acts that are engaged in for religious reasons. St. Francis's sacramental candles are an exercise of religion. The living faith flame is both compelled by ecclesial laws and central to St. Francis's religious belief that a perpetual burning candle symbolizes the eternal, everlasting, and undying presence of Jesus Christ. Extinguishing that candle, that living flame, would require the health system to undermine its mission, transgress ecclesial laws, and break from its own tradition of worship of the Blessed Sacrament. It is no answer to claim, as a surveyor did, that some other chapels have adopted electric candles. This argument dodges the question that RFRA represents, and instead addresses a very different question that the federal courts have no business addressing. That is, whether the religious belief asserted in a RFRA case is reasonable. St. Francis is entitled to draw the line where it believes it must, and, quote, it is not within the judicial function and judicial competence to inquire whether the petitioner or his fellow worker more correctly perceive the commands of their common faith. The severe economic consequences St. Francis faces are a textbook substantial burden, a, quote, law that operates so as to make the practice of religious beliefs more expensive in the context of business activities imposes a burden on the exercise of religion. If St. Francis fails to comply, the government will shut down St. Francis's ability to see Medicare, Medicaid, and CHIP patients, effectively shuttering St. Francis in its entirety. Where the state conditions receipt of an important benefit upon conduct prescribed by a religious faith, or where it denies such a benefit because of conduct mandated by religious belief, thereby putting substantial pressure on an adherent to modify his behavior and to violate his beliefs, a burden upon religion exists. End quote. What an absolutely stupid thing for the U.S. government to try to do. And I'm amazed that any Catholic hospital has really complied with this, but of course I, I shouldn't be amazed given the state of the church. The legal headaches and political fallout from even trying this should be substantial. And it would be if we had a, you know, a responsible and free media or social media that allowed for the free exchange of ideas. Thankfully, though, I can tell you once for some good news. The government backed down. Now, I'd assume that the government lawyers looked at the lengthy letter sent by the Beckett Fund and saw that the government had literally no case and no chance of winning. Headline from Fox News. Super Catholic Joe admin backs down in battle over Catholic hospitals chapel candle. The government knew it was playing with fire, lawyer involved in the case says. Yeah, I bet they did. Story broke late on Friday, which is when government action takes action it doesn't want the majority of Americans finding out about. In this case, notifying the St. Francis Hospital system that it was backing down late on a Friday was a way of keeping this from becoming major political news. Short excerpt here from Fox News for some context. Quote, the Department of Health and Human Services informed St. Francis Health System on Friday that it was backing down from its prior threats and that it was free to keep the sanctuary candle lit, according to the Beckett Fund for Religious Liberty, a law firm representing the hospital system. The government has seen the light and has abandoned its attempt to force an Oklahoma hospital to blow out a small candle or stop serving elderly, disabled, and low-income patients, says Lori Windham, a vice president and senior counsel at Beckett. 
Health and Human Services has told St. Francis that it can keep its living flame, a sacred candle housed in the hospital chapels. The government knew it was playing with fire. Haha, ha, very punny. Today it announced its decision to allow the living flame so St. Francis can continue to serve God and its community, as it always has, Wyndham added. End quote. Praise God. Little victories like this are key in the battle for the rights of the church in the broader culture, in this evil culture we live in. In 2024, this should be waved in the face of super-devout, super-Catholic Joe when he talks about his Catholic faith publicly, when he wears it like a skin suit like he frequently does. But it probably won't be. It'll be ancient history by then, a mere year from now, and that's, of course, sad. But you can let your Catholic friends know now, who are more moderate than the people who typically watch this channel, by sending them this video or the stories I used in it, which can be found in my show notes today at returntotradition.org, which is a fine backup place to follow this channel, by the way. But I'm curious what you think of the story. Are you surprised the government backed down? Is this story just an isolated story from the FBI story I reported last week and have been reporting off and on all year, where it turns out the government is watching traditional Catholic chapels? Or is this part and parcel of a bigger problem? Let me know in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help, as does sharing this on social media. That helps a lot, too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.